What is up, y'all? It's your boy, Dre. And I'm back again with another episode of Let's Talk About It. For today, we are not going to be covering a specific topic. Today, I wanted to do something that was more lighthearted and fun. And I wanted just to do a question and answer, a little Q&A. So I put a little poll on my Instagram um, asking people to leave me questions so that I could answer them. And they could be questions about anything, um, questions about me, questions about my life, um, different topics, literally anything. Um, I also made a post on Facebook, which nobody responded to. So thank you to all my Facebook supporters. (laughs) Um, But on a more serious note, I am thankful for everyone um, on my Instagram who responded with some questions. Um, thank you because you are making this episode possible. Like always, I do want to start with a scripture of the um, the day. And the scripture of the day is coming from Proverbs 3, verse 5 through 7. And it says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. I'm going to read that one more time. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Um, I really like this verse. Um, It's probably in my top 10 verses of all time. And I think that it's important that we meditate on this verse because it's telling us to trust in the Lord and to not lean on our own understanding. Um, We don't understand everything. There is a lot that we don't know. However, the Lord in his infinite wisdom and infinite knowledge is all-knowing. He is um, omnipotent. And I think that because he knows everything, he knows what is best for us. He knows the plan that is best for us. So we need to trust his plan. We need to trust in him and know that he has our best interest at heart. So when things don't go our way, it ha- there's a greater purpose. And I think that we need to um, be not wise in our own eyes, as the scripture says. And, you know, just trust the Lord. Um, acknowledge him in all our ways. And the last part of it says, fear the Lord and depart from evil. And the fear that they're speaking of and... Uh, this part of the scripture is not being scared of the Lord, um, trembling and being so like just being afraid of him. Um, it's more of a reverence or a respect for him. So reverence the Lord enough and respect the Lord enough to walk away from your evil ways, not only to walk away from your evil ways, but reverence him or respect or trust him enough to let him direct your path. Lean onto his understanding and not your own. So that is the scripture of the day. And I hope that 
um, you can take something away from that. Um, I know that trusting in the Lord is not easy. And I think that may be a, um, that may be its own podcast episode, just talking about what it means to trust the Lord and how that can look and how sometimes that's hard to do as humans. Um, So that is the scripture of the day. But before I jump into the Q&A, I do want to announce that next week I will be doing a um, Thanksgiving podcast. So the episode is going to focus on um, what we're thankful for, giving thanks, um, and what Thanksgiving means to um, different people. So for that specific episode, I am going to be reaching out to people and asking if they could respond to a question and to send me a voice voice memo so that I can include it into the podcast. So it won't just be my voice that you'll be hearing. You will be hearing other people's voices and hearing other people's perspective. And I think that would be a great addition for the podcast for next week. Um, I am also going to be doing a $50 giveaway. So um, I am going to have people listen to the podcast. And once they listen to it, to comment done under an Instagram post that I will create. And as well as um, tagging someone else to listen to the podcast so that they can have a chance of winning the $50 as well. So um, just doing something fun in the spirit of Thanksgiving. Um, so I want to, you know, give something. Um, so, yeah, if you are interested in, um, you know, submitting something, submitting a voice memo, telling me what you are thankful for, um, feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram. You can... Find me at Dre Davidson underscore on Instagram. That is D-R-E-D-A-V-I-D-S-O-N underscore. And I am really excited and um, looking forward to hearing what things you guys are grateful for. And I am hoping that we can all take something away from that. But okay, enough of the talking in the announcements, let's jump into the Q&A. The first question I have is, how can I get a million dollars quick? And let me tell you, quick money, you need to do a little scamming, some scheming, some plotting, you know, cracking some cards, stealing. <laughs> um, obviously, I'm just joking. Um, I do not endorse any of those things. Um how can I get a million dollars quick? I don't have the answer to that. If I had the answer to that, I would have a million dollars and I would not need to work because I would just continue doing what I was doing to get that million dollars. Um, while I can't necessarily give advice on how to get a million dollars quickly, I can give some advice on how to maximize your money and how to, um, you know, not overspend and save. So I know for me, I don't know 
the demographic that may be listening to this. Um, but for me, I am 24 and right now I'm still living with my parents. Um, I'm fortunate enough to where my parents do not force me to pay rent. So I am able to save a nice amount of money with each of my checks. Um, and I'm able to put aside money. I'm able to save money and I'm able to build that money up. I would encourage if you are in a similar situation where you are able to live at home, that you live as long, you live at home as long as you can and you save a lot of money so that um, you can either A, invest that money or you can use that money for um, to make better decisions such as putting it down as a down payment on your home or for example, maybe um, buying things straight out instead of, you know, like for a car, instead of doing car notes and taking a loan out from the bank, putting the money down and paying it straight out. Um, so that is one thing that I would suggest. I would also suggest, um, you know, saving as much money as you can, meaning maybe not, you're not eating out as much. Maybe you're not, um, you're still like enjoying life, but you're not just like throwing all your money away. So like you're not just spending a lot of money on like food, like restaurant food, because believe it or not, a lot of people spend a lot of money on restaurant food. A lot of people also spend um, a decent amount of money on clothes and shoes. So I would say if you don't need it, don't buy it. Um, like it's okay to like buy a couple things like you know, maybe you buy one or two pairs of shoes a year, you buy a couple outfits a year, like that's fine. You have to treat yourself. You need, those are basic necessities also, like clothes and shoes. So you need those things, but you don't need to buy every shoe that's coming out. You don't need every, um, every collaborative that, um, collaboration that somebody has with new clothes coming out. Like you don't need to do all of that. Um, just buy enough for you to be satisfied buy enough to get you through the year. And um, I guess I'm really telling you to be frugal. Don't spend unnecessary money. Meal prep, because that saves a lot of money as well. So I know that didn't answer the question of how you can get a million dollars quick, but that those are ways to um, maximize your money. The next question says, thoughts on Catholicism. And to be honest, I don't have a lot of thoughts on Catholicism. One, because I do not believe that I am educated enough to comment on Catholicism because, one, I don't know much about it. I don't understand um, their experiences and necessarily why um, they may worship the way that they do. Um. However, I do know of a couple of practices of Catholicism. I know that um, there is a lot of honoring the saints in Catholicism and um, praying to saints. And I will say that while I think that it is cool to honor the saints and like what they, how they live their lives and how they were successful and stuff like that. I do not necessarily think that praying to them is the right thing to do. 
Um, why pray to them when you can just pray to God? Um, I think that you can bypass all of that, and, you know, go straight to the source. And then something else about Catholicism that um, I'm a little confused about is I know that there is a heavy emphasis on Mary. Um, and I know that Mary is like really important. Um, you know, in the Bible, she is the the birth mother of Jesus. So I understand that um, she is someone who should be talked about, especially um, in Christianity and in Catholicism, I guess. But I think from what I've heard, which I could be definitely, I could be wrong, but from what I've heard, I've heard that there is a heavy emphasis on Mary sometimes more than Jesus. Um, And I'm not sure how true that is, but if that is true, I think that um, Jesus should be the center of everything. And um, while it is it's cool to know of Mary and know her story and how that came about, I don't think that um, she should be talked about more than Jesus or the anything of that sort. The next question says, what do you think your biggest accomplishment as a man can be? And honestly, I think your biggest accomplishment of a man is to to live for God, to live let God live through you, um which means that you not only not only do you serve God, but you serve your wife and you serve your children and you serve other people. Um I think that is the biggest accomplishment as a man. Um you know, serve God, be fruitful and multiply, um, and to do the will that God has for your life. I think that um, the true definition of masculinity, which this could be a whole nother um, podcast episode, but I think the Bible has a great, um, a great kind of model of what a true man looks like. And I think a true man in a nutshell is someone who serves God, serves his wife and serves others. The next question is why did I choose to go into social work? So I choose to go into social work because I knew from a very young age that I wanted to help people. Um, I didn't know in what way I wanted to help people, but I knew that I wanted to help people. When I was a sophomore, I want to say when I was a sophomore in high school, I took my first sociology class and I took it with my, my teacher was Mr. Vin Lewin and my first sociology class. And for the first time in any of my classes, I really connected to the content that was being taught. And I was like, yo, this is the best class. Like, I love this class. Like, that class sparked my interest into social work. Um, And because we talked about a lot of 
social justice issues. We talked about um, like masculinity. We talked about socialization. We talked about so many things. And I was just intrigued with everything that we talked about. It helped me understand um, understand a lot about myself, about the environments that I grew up in. And um, I was just like, yeah, I think that this is something that I am interested in. Um, not only that, but throughout my life, I've always been told that um, I was a, a person that people just like gravitated toward and would you know, get advice from. And I was always given advice. And I was kind of always like the friend who, um, the therapist of the group, everyone came to me about their problems and I would talk to them about it and I would give them advice and solutions and ways that we could, you know, work through them. And people always told me that they could see me being a good social worker. And I didn't necessarily agree at first but it wasn't until, you know, I took that sociology class and it just opened up a lot of doors for me. And ultimately, it is what sparked my interest in social work, which is the reason I'm a social worker today. So shout out to Mr. Van Lewin. I appreciate you and thank you for teaching a great class. Um, not only is that like what sparked my interest in social work. I do want to be transparent and be honest and say that when I first went to college, I was not a social work major. I was actually a nursing major. And the thing was, I always knew it was between social work and nursing. Um, but like a lot of people, I wanted to go where the money was. And clearly that wasn't social work. So I went to nursing. But in my first semester of nursing, I realized that it wasn't for me. I wasn't passionate enough about it to, you know, go to classes and like do the work. I really wasn't even a science person that much. Um, so, you know, at Calvin, the first semester is really hard. They have the, the weave out classes first semester. And trust me, I was woven out. And um, so I decided to go in, into social work. I was actually taking a sociology class that semester too, along with all my nursing classes. And I enjoyed my sociology class so much more than I enjoyed any of my nursing classes. So I felt like that was a sign for me to go ahead and switch my major to social work, which was something that I was really passionate about because I was passionate about social justice issues. I was passionate about uh, mass incarceration, um, the refugee crisis, foster care, adoption. Um, I was just really interested in social work and I wanted to be a part of, you know, creating some solutions. Um, so yeah, that is why I went into social work. The next question is, when you are feeling down, what are things you do to get your spirits up? So one thing that I do is I watch Scooby-Doo. If you know me by now, you know that I'm an avid Scooby-Doo fan and I love Scooby-Doo even at my big age of 24. So I will pop in a DVD because, I yes, I do collect um, Scooby-Doo movies on DVD. I'll pop in a DVD and I'll just watch Scooby-Doo and that's something that helps get my spirits up. Another thing that I do is I like to um, listen to music. Music is my therapy. 
Um, so I just like to listen to music, gospel music, Christian music, calming music, and it just helps put me in a better mood. Um, and it helps, you know, center me. And then another thing I like to do to get my spirits up is go to concerts. So I used to be really scared to do things alone. I thought that I always needed people to, you know, be around me. I always needed people to do the things that I want to do with. Um, and the, the truth of the matter is you don't need people to do the things you want to do. Like you can do the things that you want to do on your own. So it's something that I've started to do is go to concerts alone. And I know that it seems intimidating, like going to a concert all by yourself, but it honestly isn't that bad. Um, so I've just been going, I've been going to and getting a good view, recording the videos, singing to the songs. Like it's actually been a really good pick me up this and like in this era of my life, uh, because I do do a lot of things alone. Um, and going to a concert is one of them. So those are just a couple things that I do to um, lift my spirits. The next question is, what is my favorite song at the moment? And because I am such a music person, I cannot just give you one song. So I'm going to give you a couple. And these are in no particular order. But one of my favorite songs at the moment is... Um, it's by Naomi Rain, and it's on her acoustic um, album. And um, give me one second because I'm low key pulling it up. But it is on her acoustic album, and it is called "Choosing Myself Slash Still Alone," and it's on the album Journey Acoustic Sessions. That has been one of my go-to songs in this season. Um, I love that song. If you haven't heard of it, you should listen to it. Um, another one of my favorite songs right now is Anyway by Zacardi Cortez and Pastor Kim Burrell. The song is just straight fire, and then you got two vocal beasts on them. So um, I really love that song. Uh, if we're talking uh, from a secular point of view, like a non-Christian song, Right now, one of my favorite songs is The Space Between Us by C. Apollo. That's a great song. Um, it's clean and um, it's, it's kind of like a little love song. Um, so if you haven't checked that out, check it out. The Space Between Us, C. Apollo. It's spelled C-I-O-P-A-O-L-O. -O. So I would say that those are my favorite songs right now. The next question is, hmm, how about when's the last time you ate a new food that pleasantly surprised you? And that is a good question. Let's see. Let's see. The last time I had a, a, some new food that pleasantly surprised me. Honestly, it would have to be um, a couple weeks ago. Me and my mom saw this dish on TikTok that was like a taco lasagna. And at first I was like, eh, like, you know, it could either be hit or miss. But when I tell y'all it was a hit, it was a hit. We slammed a lasagna and left no crumbs. That was definitely, yeah, that was, I would, that was, that was the time. That was the time. And it surprised me because I wasn't expecting it to be so good. And it was. 
Um, the next question is journey through life as a glasses wearer. Man, I think that that's so funny because when I was younger, I used to hate glasses. I did not want to wear my glasses. I wanted to be able to just see. Uh, but I've been wearing glasses since I was in kindergarten. Um, so I've been blind pretty much my whole entire life. Um, I have embraced it. You know, at first I didn't think it was cute. But then, you know, I feel like they started to grow on me. And after they started to grow on me, I really couldn't see myself without glasses. Um, when I got to high school, I tried to, I tried the whole contacts thing. But when I tell y'all, I couldn't do it. I was sitting in the off, at the doctor's office trying to put my contacts in. I could not do it. Sitting there for a straight 25 minutes. Could not put them in. So then the lady comes and she puts them in. And then she's like, okay, you just need to take them out. Y'all, my eyes are so sensitive. When I tell y'all that I was just like rubbing my eyes like profusely. And that's the only way I got them out. I got them out. I got the contacts out of my eyes out of frustration because I rubbed my eyes so hard. And just like when I like swept my eye, like I swept the contact out. Needless to say, I did not walk out of that office with contacts. I went right back to my glasses. I probably had about over 10 pairs of glasses in my life because I'm always breaking my glasses. Um, I've broken a pair of glasses wrestling before. I've broken a pair of glasses um, on a ride at this fair. <laughs> I was actually with my friend and we were at, um, we were at a little fair um, and we got on a ride and I was holding my glasses in my hand but the ride was so fast and spinning so much that I squeezed my glasses in my hand and I broke them. Um, I've ruined glasses in a car accident before. Um, I've let my glasses, like the screws to my glasses, get too loose. And then they've like fallen. And then, you know, I tried to pick them up and realize the screw was gone, but the screw was too small. So I couldn't find a screw, you know, so... I would definitely say that life as a glasses wearer has been hard. Um, it has been challenging, um, but I have to wear my glasses because if I don't, I can't see nothing. And I'm too sensitive for um, contacts. So, you know, I'm used to my glasses now. I really can't see myself not wearing glasses. I feel like my glasses leave an indent in my nose anyway. So like if I stopped wearing glasses, Everyone will see that, and I'm insecure about it. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's my life as um, a glasses wearer. The next question is crinkle or fold when it comes to toilet paper. And I am not going to hold, y'all. I fold. I feel like if you crinkle, that's just nasty. Like, who crinkles the paper? Like, I just feel like you just leave. That's given the option for you to just, you know, get it all over your hand and stuff. That's nasty. Um, but yes, I believe that the proper technique is to fold the toilet paper and then wipe. Let me know if you crinkle, though, because I feel like you got to be a special type of person to crinkle the paper. Like, are you too lazy to, like, fold it and then do the business? Like... I feel like if you the if you crinkle 
your toilet paper I don't know what what is that equivalent to I don't know I just feel like if you crinkle your um toilet paper like you will eat sandpaper or something like that I don't know what's the connection but that's just my belief the next question is instant satisfaction or delayed gratification Honestly, I want to say delayed gratification because, okay, in some ways in my life, I want instant satisfaction, Um, but in other parts, delayed gratification. So I guess it really just depends on the goal in mind or like what it is. Um. For example, when you think of, this is probably going a whole nother way, but when I think of, um, let's say, saving money or spending money right away, I feel like I should save money so that I can save and buy something, you know, buy something that may cost a lot, but can be very beneficial to me as opposed to, you know, buying something that won't really, you know, last that long. I don't know. I just feel like the right answer is delayed gratification, but I feel like the instinctual part of me um, wants that instant satisfaction like if somebody told me that i could have a really beautiful girlfriend like right now but that we were going to break up or i could wait and not date anyone and then you know in a couple of months or a year or whatever i'll find my wife I would probably still pick the girlfriend. Like, I want the beautiful girl right now because I don't want to have to wait for a wife, you know? I want the girl now, even if she's not going to end up being my wife. But I know that I'll still eventually get the wife. It's like I want that instant, you know, satisfaction. So I guess to sum all of that up, um, I feel like delayed gratification is the better option, especially if the reward is bigger. But sometimes um, you instinctually want that instant satisfaction. And guys, we have reached the last question of the the Q&A, and that is, Since being from a major city, do you ever question the idea of leaving or do you feel content since you already know the lifestyle and have connections within the area? I think this is an interesting question because I think about this question a lot, honestly. Um, So, yes, I do think about leaving the city. Um, If you didn't know, I live in Chicago. Um, And honestly, I don't think Chicago is where I want to, you know, raise my family, um, like the city. Sometimes it's very congested 
it um, is very busy and I kind of just want to live a quiet life. And I know that you can do that in the city, um, but I just don't want to. So, yes, I do think about leaving Chicago. Um, I believe I want to raise my family like in like the suburbs of Chicago, um, where it's more quiet, a little more rural. Um, but it the city is easily accessible. So if we want to come to the city, you know, we can we can get the city feel, too. Um, but we don't have to live like in the thick of it. And I also think that, yes, I am content with living in the city um, for right now, at least. But I do think about, you know, even before like settling down with the family, like living somewhere else. Like I've lived in Michigan, um, but I've thought about like living in D.C. Um, I've thought about living in just like little quiet places like maybe Colorado or even Wisconsin um, just because I do want to, you know, see what else is out there. Um, but I would say for right now, I am content living in a city. Um, I do have connections here, but I think that, you know, it's you can make connections wherever you go. So I, I, I would say that these connections aren't holding me here, but um definitely is nice to have some connections within the area and like I know how to navigate the city I'm a city boy at heart a city boy who used to be a boy scout so I'm used to that wildlife too um but yeah so sometimes I guess I do think about leaving the city um I think I will eventually um but yeah so that's my answer to that question so once again, I just want to thank everyone who um, sent in a question. I appreciate you all greatly. Um, thank you for listening in to this podcast, to this episode. Um, I am very excited about next week's episode. I am excited about not only the episode, but also the $50 giveaway. Um, I'm hoping that this is a way that I can engage um, engage my audience and also maybe even draw more people to the podcast. Um, so thank you guys for being real. Thank you for listening. Um, if you guys want to hear more, don't forget to follow me, leave a comment, leave a like, um, rate the podcast. Um, if there are any topics that you want to hear, be sure to reach out to me on Instagram at Dre Davison underscore. That is D-R-E-D-A-V-I-D-S-O-N underscore. Give me a follow. Just shoot me a quick DM. Um, If you guys want to talk about anything, just let me know. I'm here for you guys. Um, I love you guys. And um, yeah, I love you. God loves you. And because of that, everything else will fall into place. Um, So peace out. Stay smooth and I will catch you guys on the flip.